Hello, everybody, and welcome to IMS podcast number three. This is Dr. Tom and Dr. Tony, and today we're going to direct our conversation more to you seated workers, those of you that sit all day long in a chair and work at your desk, as well as some of the HR people that we talk to. And one of the big topics that we have seen a lot over the years of our training is it's always my chair, okay? And we always say, it's not your chair. So often, the, everybody's uh, first thought is, I need a new chair. I need a new chair. And we're like, eh, not so much. Uh, it's usually the person in the chair. And uh, not to say that companies have wasted a lot of money over the years when it comes to buying real fancy ergonomically designed chairs. There's absolutely nothing wrong with them. But many times when you get an ergonomically perfectly designed chair, that body does not fit that chair. It does not adapt to that chair very well. Like one of our clients, they all of their people sit in $1,200 chairs, perfectly designed ergonomic chairs, and maybe, what, 10% of them sat in them properly? They're uncomfortable as heck to these people. Why is that? And same way with people that sit in old crappy chairs. They'll sit in sloppy things like that. Well, yeah, that's pretty obvious too. But the one common thing is always the person in the chair. Yeah. Well, what happens is they, they do. They get these uh, high-powered ergonomists, and they design these chairs. They look at the human frame and kind of extrapolate the averages there. So they design it and so it's just right to take the pressure off the joints. Well, here's the problem, though. Let's say you get that perfectly designed ergonomic chair, and you sit in it just the way it was designed, right? We've got two problems. So if you sit back in that chair the way the chair was designed, and now imagine not move. Do not move for an hour. You're perfect ergonomically designed, and you're perfectly ergonomically lined up, but you don't move for an hour. Do you know how miserable you're going to feel <laughs> oh, yeah. after be, an hour? That'd be horrible. And then yeah. also the other problem is how much work are you going to get done when you actually sit in that chair properly? You know, I've always told people, that you could take a $1,000 chair and put somebody in it that never does anything. At the end of the day, they're still going to feel miserable. And I'll take a yoga instructor and put them on a card table chair and have them sit there all day, and they're going to feel way better at the end of the day. So I, I guess what I'm saying is it's not about the chair. It's definitely not the chair. And the body, uh, the body is dynamic. Even though, if you're, say, you're in a call center or someplace where you really are not able to get out of your desk very often, okay, for the larger movements of getting up and down and walking around, you still move in that chair a lot. It's micro movements, but you have to move. Like Tony said, you can't sit in a static position for an hour. We're simply not made that way. And then we start to feel these aches and pains, so we feel it when we sit, so we assume it's a chair. And sitting really brings out a lot of the, you know, exacerbates, I guess we would call it, a lot of the problems that you have and it shows up and when you sit too often. So, uh, you know, again, going back to the, the ergonomics of it, is a, is a chair, a, a good quality chair, a bad thing? No, absolutely not. But don't expect that that chair is going to create a new body. Yeah. Well, That's the key. Yeah, I like what you said there, Tom. Um, follow the ergonomics guidelines you've been provided by your employers or the research. The ergonomics people know what they're doing. Uh, they do great at it. They know more about that stuff than I do uh, as a rehab doc. And so pay attention to the ergonomics of your whole desk setup um, and, and get a decent chair 
that provides for the best alignment possible. But don't, what I'm saying, what we're saying is, it's not about the chair. What we're saying is, you need to do more. That chair is a small percentage of the problem. You know, let's say, if, so some people, that chair might be 5% of the problem. Some people might be 45% of the problem. The problem is how you move. The most important thing you can do with your chair is practice the right way of getting in and out of it every day. Because even if you sit all day, you still get up and down, I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 times. And if you change how you get in and out of that chair, your body will be feel so much better at the end of the day than the amount of dollars you spend on that chair. It's more important how you get in and out of the chair. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, you think, well, you know, we do little drills in our classes about teaching people to get out of the chair and a lot of people look at us like, what are you out of your mind? You get up and down. That's what I do. Oh, man, I tell you, the, the various ways that people get out of the chair, you can tell where their problems are. But as you train them, the best exercise they can do in a day is get in and out of the chair. It's a squat, right? Yeah. I and, mean, that's all it is. People will easily get up and down 50 times a day. Yeah, and if I told a person, you got to do 50 squats a day, they'd look at me like I was out yeah. of my mind. <laughs> How many times you get out of your chair? 50 or 60. Do a squat every time you do it. Now you start to see some real changes there. So, And those changes you talked about, those changes are you wake up those glute muscles. Exactly. You wake up your core muscles. You get the pressure off the knees. You get the pressure off your back. And now at the end of the day, you feel better. And now these ergonomics people are right. They talk about alignment of your desk, alignment of your body, alignment of your chair. Well, if you wake up those lazy hip muscles in your core, now your alignment is better as well because – the whole concept, people, let's talk about the chair. Let's talk about the therapy ball. A lot of people like to sit on a therapy ball. You may have seen our little YouTube video we did about, about the ball. And you know what? I've seen people sit on therapy balls, and you can have lousy posture on a therapy ball do too. So it's all about waking up those muscles. Now your, your alignment isn't, you aren't a statue. You know, you're an you're a, you're a animated, conscious, your brain controls your body's posture and alignment. So just... Don't think you're like a bridge. You know, an engineer can look at a, a bridge and, and design it for loading of certain parts. And the ergonomist looks at the human body and tries to align it to, take, to limit loading on certain parts, which is good. But the fact is you are a dynamic individual who's controlled by your subconscious movement patterns and you're not good. dictated by a statue. There's a big one, subconscious movement patterns. How about that? But that's what you do every day. You don't even know you're doing it. And that's what we're trying to get in and correct. And, you know, you mentioned sitting on the ball. That's just a big fat cushion is what it is. Can there be some positive effects of working on the ball? Absolutely. But you have to consciously create that situation. And just sitting on the ball does not automatically correct your posture. In fact, sometimes it can actually even be worse. But, uh, you know, another thing I noticed, too, is when we go out and do training, when we find fit people, like Tony said, maybe it's a yoga instructor or people that go to uh, exercise classes where they really accentuate movement skills and strong hips and things like that, these people almost invariably sit on the edge of the chair. They're sitting on a $1,200 yeah, chair, yeah. and they might as well be sitting on a That's right. stack of concrete blocks. Yep. They and don't sit back. They sit up, and yeah. they go all day long, and they're not tired. they got this no. great natural posture. You know, that's the person in your office you hate that – bounces out of the office at 5 o'clock and goes to an exercise program while you're dragging your butt out of the chair. And, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm going, that's one of the reasons why, postural stress. 
when you sit in that position, it's very tiring, isn't it? And, that, and when you start to correct that, it's so efficient and your body works the way it's designed. So instead of concentrating on the chair first, let's take a look at the body. What's going on? What are the yeah. major things that we see? Yeah, well, people like to, to say with the first thing we do, if we go to a, a job site and we're working with maybe the HR department, a bunch of administrative office, clerical personnel, we may have them do some little hip movements. Well, well, they'll say, well, we don't do any bending or lifting. We just sit all day. And I'm like, that's exactly why we need to have you squatting and deadlift and moving your hips and engaging your core because you sit all day. Exactly. It ain't because I'm worried about you hurting your back when you go to lift something heavy. It's because I want you to have a good alignment, good body mechanics, and that only comes from movement. Remember, we're not statues. So you can't just analyze the human body like it's a statue. We're, our, our, our movements and our body are controlled by the nervous system. So you have to train the nervous system. That, in turn, controls the muscles. And that, in turn, controls the loading of the joints, not just a, a statue where we can look on the outside and just line it a certain way and, oh, now we're good. I, I wish it was that simple, folks, but I'm sorry it isn't. And, and posture is not static either, right? Dynamic. Exactly. What's, what's your favorite saying about it's, posture? <laughs> The correct posture is a constantly moving one. Yeah, always moving. And we are moving, and you don't realize it so much. You say you sit all day long, but you have a lot of movements there. So basically the similar type of program that we would use with our people in, let's say, in the labor field, whether they're lifting, pushing, pulling, doing things like that, is pretty much the same program that we're going to teach our seated workers. And what we're seeing today is that a lot of industry – uh, has gotten away from a lot more manual labor and have moved to more static positions where they're sitting more. And, uh, you know, and that doesn't eliminate all the problems yeah, that they that, have. That brings up a, a really important concept, people here. I want to really make this clear. Ergonomics is, is and I'm not an ergonomics expert, it's, it's more of study how to manipulate or control the environment, you know, for injury prevention, for the health of the workforce. And, and it's super important um, that we make those ergonomic changes in, in the job site. Now, but when you look at the human body, people think, well, our people do this for work, and so we need to do exercises that tailor to their job. And then, and our people sit all day, so we need to do exercises that tailor to that person. This person uh, pushes pencils all day, so we need an exercise program designed for that. No, ergonomics are designed specifically for the job task or the job description, right? An exercise program is not designed for that person's job task. The exercise program is designed for that person's body. How does their body function and move? Okay, It does need to be customized, but not customized to the job task. It needs to be customized to the human body. So does that make sense, Tom? Absolutely. Ergonomics Absolutely. customized to the job description and the job task and the job site, but... For exercises and body mechanics, it's customized to the human being. And that's why an exercise program or injury prevention program for an office worker will be the same for a fireman exactly, or a construction worker because they both, uh, they all have the basically the same human body which moves functionally the same. So that's why the exercises need to be designed for the human and not for the job task. Yeah, we've said it many times, you know, people say, we want lift training, or we want push-pull training, or we want a seated worker training. Well, okay, you know, we're going to kind of, uh, uh, you know, direct in that, or, or I say do the training to direct 
itself towards the task being performed. But in the end, we can't correct anything, whether that be lifting, pushing, pulling, and or sitting until we get the body working properly. And it's very, very simple. It's just not a, it's not that big of a deal. Learn some good techniques, follow that, practice a little bit each day. Your body knows what to do. And good posture is an example. It's in good posture is natural. Look at a six-month-old uh, baby when they sit up. You know, first time, it's so cute. You know, they got that big old head on that, that tiny little body, and they're working on their balance. But you ever look, see a little six-month-old sit up in a slouch posture? Not very often. I mean, their, their posture is perfect, and they have perfect movements at that stage. And in later years in life, we tend to screw that up, but we have the body parts. It's made to do that right. We just need yeah. to wake those parts so, up. So in summary, how well you move will dictate how well you sit. By all means, get a decent chair, but in the back of your mind, tell yourself it's not just about the chair. Right. And I, I want to clarify too, is that are we against you know, getting good chairs? Absolutely not. I mean, I've worked in some places, I'm sure you have too, Tony, where they just sit in a bunch of junk. I mean, that's not fair. It's not right. And you want to stay out of those big sloppy chairs. You know, a lot of times people get that big conference chair and they think, oh, I got a maid. I got this big comfortable chair. But you can't work on those chairs. So getting decent equipment is very important. And, of course, you don't want equipment to break down. Number two, there's nothing wrong with ergonomics. I know many of you have probably gone through ergonomic assessments, and they're great, okay? But the first and foremost thing is your body. Get that working right, and everything else falls in line very nicely. Yeah, a lot of what I was saying is follow your ergonomics program. You need to do that, but don't use it as a crutch. Don't think, oh, I did my ergonomics, I'm good. No, you need to take it up a notch. You need to pay attention to how your body moves, and that that's when you're really going to see some tremendous results. So, go to our website instinctivemovement.com. I think uh, I'm pretty sure we got a dynamic sitting video in there that's tremendous and reach out to us we love questions and hopefully you you, you found some insightful information here yep and also go to the youtube uh, instinctive movement system we have some videos on there that'll help you out and uh, if you need anything else give us a call